You are listening to the Outbreak Podcast Network, part of the Outbreak Entertainment family. I'm a blessing, I'm a vision. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Outbreak MMA podcast here on the Outbreak Entertainment Network. I am joined, of course, by the Don, Don Vincenzo. What's up? Did you have fun at that uh, little uh, shindig they had at the Gulf View Event Center the, uh, the other night? Your uh, hair is completely blonde right now, by the way. Yeah, I know. I fell into a vat of sun in. I mean, if you think this is bad, you ought to see down below. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't have man. We we don't have Manscaped as a sponsor yet. Yeah, so yeah. You no. got to hold off on yeah, that. Yeah, one. hold off on that one. Yeah, and trust me, this wasn't you know my idea. No, actually, that disaster. I, I'm happy it's over. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things that. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. You said, wait, no. You said this wasn't your idea. No. Whose idea was it? This was the idea for a joke. I just went along with it. Who? Uh-huh. No, I'm not, no, not going to get into no, it. No, we're not going to get into it. That's, that's, no, no, no. The other guy that was working security the other night, I, I was, the joke was I was going to go blonde to match him with the blonde hair, and that's how this panned out. Did you, did you put on the earrings for this, too? I have a magnetic earring for that. Okay. Just me. Which ear did you put it on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. Uh, I'm alive, barely. Barely, yeah. We need to still find that rabbit wolverine for you. Yeah, today's a crutch day, actually. Well, Mother Nature hasn't been kind to you or me, but you're suffering more than I am. No, it's... it's uh, children, anybody who thinks wrestling is fake, come and watch me walk. Uh, but that's not what this is about. This is about MMA. So uh, we had a UFC card this past weekend. Oh, we yeah, start we there? Had a UFC card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot to talk about there because there there was a couple of uh, and illegal where means. Would you like to start on? That? Yeah, where yeah, do you want to start? Because because we already kind of talked about a lot of this Ooh. stuff off air. So where do you want to start? Well, I mean, the big thing that came up was the illegal knees. The one. Yeah, should have that did earn a disqualification, and rightfully so, the referee stopped it. But then there's the one that nobody was very sure about that we wanted to that we wanted to get to. Uh, okay, okay. Which one do you want to go with? Well, right, let 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 let's start with the one with, with Vargas and Brock Weaver because because we both are in a hundred percent agreement on that one, and that should oh. scare everyone and their brother. Yeah, all three of us. All right. The, the fact is Vargas. Looked like he was trying to actually lift Weaver up as he was driving his knee towards his head. I thought he was trying to knee him in the chest and just didn't have the targeting, but whatever the case. Well, again, it kind of came out from a couple other fighters that know Vargas that Vargas 
tends to not be the cleanest fighter in the world. In other, uh, in other words, he's gone to certain wrestling schools, supposedly. And again, this is all just other fighters saying this, right so now. it's hearsay. So whether or not it's true or not, I don't know. But again, going by what you've seen this Saturday, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and I guess he's pulled this stuff before. I mean, he's gone into his school, tried to be a Billy Badass and pull that stuff on people. And, uh, you know, other trainers have, have gotten pissed off and, and banned them from, you know, banned him from their schools. Now, whether or not it's true, I don't know. Um, you know, you can only go on what, what other fighters are, are saying. But much like any other sport, you know, you do something wrong, fighters talk and, and camps talk and, and word gets around. Uh, and pretty much right away after that disqualification, there was a number of fighters that called out Vargas for it right off the bat. Legit knockout. Yeah, and that's the reason why he got the disqualification right away. And I want to specify that because with the next one we're going to talk referee, about. The referee called the match. Now, there was yeah. no asking, are you okay to continue? This was, uh, we're stopping the match. It's a legal knee to the head disqualification. Yeah, Weaver, Weaver was out. And that's the reason why the disqualification happened pretty immediately. I mean, it was intentional. You know, there was no there 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 was no if ands ors or buts about it. I mean, it, it, it was an intentional knee to the head. Um, Weaver was was knocked kind of silly. I mean, he 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 came to pretty quickly. It's not like he was knocked out cold. And to to do you want to speak to Weaver's defense because you mentioned a couple things about Weaver and, and defending him as far as his attitude towards this, which is different well, than my attitude would have been. Well, but. Weaver was flat out saying he didn't want to win like that. I actually watched him say that to the referee. He didn't want he didn't want the win like that, and the official wasn't really giving him a choice. But after they raised his hand, he, you know, he was shaking his head the whole time, and I was like, I don't like this. I don't want this. He walked over to Vargas and said something about you know willing to run it back, go another you know have this fight again and finish it out because he wants to win either you know uh, win or lose on his own terms. He doesn't want to win like that, like at the qualification. And I, I can't argue with him. That's his pride there, and, and it's an image that he wants to put out there. But the reality is that knee was illegal and. No shame in it. It knocked the boy Loopy. It was a short time, but it, it did knock him out. It, it's just, hey, well, no, know, the kid. I, I, I'm proud of the kid that he wants to still fight and he wanted to keep running it. But facts are facts, and this one was one that it was no room for error, and no margin. It's it's hey. It's a DQ. It's done. Yeah. And you're and, getting the win that way. I know you don't like it, but you're going to have to accept it. Well, and, and I mean, you know, that, that's that's great that, that Weaver wants to fight him again. Uh, although, you know, if the rumors of, of Vargas's reputation are true, if 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 I'm if I'm in Weaver's camp, I'm like, no, you're not going to waste your time on this guy. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, again, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. No, oh. there's this other disqualification. By the way, same thing. Illegal knee to the head. Yeah. But there, there, all right, we'll just file that. There's controversy to it. All right. Well, Diego, there's a couple things about this, actually. But we'll start with the disqualification. Uh, Diego Sanchez, who's been around for years, uh, as a matter of fact, I think he's one of, if not the longest, uh, um, contracted fighter as far as the most fights in the UFC. I mean, he has 35 fights in the UFC. Yeah, he's been around he, a long I time. I know his record before that was 40 uh, 30 and 12, so for 42 fights. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's been around 
a while. The block to yeah. uh, you know, I, I've been around the block a couple times. So and and uh, you know he's fighting uh, uh, Fiera, and uh, I'm not a big fan of his. He just dances around, dances around too much. No, I, you know we said that the last time we watched him fight too. But, it's like he showboated, showboated, showboated. It didn't seem like he got blown up after the first round like he did the last time mm-hmm. we seen him fight. Mm-hmm. But again, he he, you know that that's that's how Fiera is, and. So uh, towards the, I think it's the middle of the of the third uh, the third round, he you know was was pummeling uh, Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez was down, and he drove a knee into the head of Sanchez. Now the interesting thing is, when you look at it, the knee really doesn't look all that bad. Um, all right, real quick, real real quick here. I want I want I want to hold off there because I, I you, you saw. Let's start with round one. Round one. Who did you give the score to? Oh, okay. That, that's I very important. This is very important. Fiat won the first two rounds. First two yeah. rounds. Okay. No. 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 Okay. So let's I don't go think from there. You can argue that. Yeah. Right. I, I. I. I think Sanchez was trying to play too many games, and it, it cost him. I, I truly believe that. I think he was trying to play. Okay, I think there's some more that goes into that that I'm not going to get into. I'll get into next, but I won't okay. get into yet. Yeah, I agree with you, but mm-hmm. there's for a different reason. Um, so midway through the third round, we have a he take, pound and knee hit, and the referee, the referee uh, kind of stepped in. Well, the referee stepped in and called in the doctors because Sanchez was cut uh, above, uh, I believe it was the left eye, if I'm not mistaken. It was a pretty yeah. good gash. Pretty good gash. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty, pretty good gash on his head. But you know, again, it, it's not like it was overly swelling. Well, you know, the doctor said that you know he can't see out of that eye. Now, of course, that would have to mean that Sanchez told him he couldn't see, and. You know, uh, oh man, I I can picture the ref the the, the ref too, and now I can't remember was his it name. Herzog? Yeah, it was Herzog. Yeah, yeah, it was Herzog. And Herzog's actually a pretty decent ref. I mean, he's one of the better better officials that that uh, is around. And so he he went around. Now, first off, it's important to point out that Fiera, first off, was kneeling. You're not allowed to do that during an injury timeout. Mm-hmm. You have to stay standing. And you're not allowed to go to your corner you're either. Be in the neutral corner, yes. And he moved out of the neutral corner not once but twice. Yes. And once it looked like he was going over and talking to someone through the cage, which I, I again I don't know for sure. And again, you hate assumptions, but you gotta assume is his coaches because who else is he gonna talk to through the cage? No. You know what I'm saying? So this whole time, the doctor and Herzog's checking on Sanchez. Now, here's an interesting thing. Herzog actually went up to him and asked him if yeah. you wanted to continue. And he then the answer from Sanchez was, uh, if I don't continue, it's a disqualification, correct? Yes. And that's why, actually, what we were watching, because we watched it actually twice before we before we even went on air. And, 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 and I was telling Don Vinny, I'm like, okay, even more important than the action, I want you to listen to the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because that's actually key. To, to part of this because he went and and he Herzog told him yeah what will happen is is if you can't continue I'll go and I'll let the commission know and the commission will render a decision at that point mm-hmm. he did not say that he would disqualify Fiera right. but again Sanchez has been around he knows that Fiera was going to get disqualified it mm-hmm. was an intentional knee 
typically speaking, what will happen is, is if you can continue, your opponent automatically gets a point deducted for, you know, if it's an intentional mm-hmm. knee. It's at the ref's discretion, but that's, that's fairly typical. If you cannot continue, and again, it depends on state, they might throw out and do a no contest. Mm-hmm. Although usually what will happen is, is they'll disqualify whoever threw the intentional knee uh, that was illegal. Right. And in this case, that's exactly what happened. Now, there's Sanchez is, has taken a lot of heat this week from a number of people saying that he that he took the disqualification when he could have continued to fight. You know, again, the mentality with a lot of these fighters is, you know, you go out on your sword. And I can understand that, but then you also have to look at the financial aspects. Mm-hmm. As long as Sanchez has been around... It's not like he makes a whole hell of a lot of money. He's not a John Jones or a Daniel Cormier or, a, you know. If he would have stuck it out, okay, he well, would have made 10 grand. He would have lost. Because With the he loss, he would have made 10 right. grand just to show, okay? But he wins on his qualification now. If he wins, I believe I was reading somewhere and he they broke it down 30, exactly. I think you said it was about 30. Yeah, it was about 30,000. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me that if I tell you I can't continue... I, I know win. you're going to disqualify this motherfucker. I think I win and I make money. And I'm going to make 30 grand. But if I tell you that I can continue, I know that I'm down the scorecards. I know the only way I'm going to be able to win is by submission or knockout of this guy. And, and I now have only two minutes to do it. That's never a guarantee. And again, with the submission, you need at least a minute and a half usually to set up a nice tight submission. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, sometimes you see them come out of nowhere. But Sanchez isn't typically known for that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Sanchez, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, this guy's already cheated once. This guy already has done flips and all this other happy crap that really has no place in the octagon anyway. I feel, I'm taking the money. But I'm also feeling that like Sanchez was feeding into it. Oh, do I? Oh, I, I think he was. Yeah. Now, that plays into – now, do, before I move on to the next part, do you have anything to say about that? Because I know, I mean, you kind of like disagreed a little bit on this. Well, it's one of those things. You look at it from a practical standpoint. Sanchez did what was right for the situation. For him, his health, his family. And he swallowed his pride and used some common sense, which is irregular for these guys. But he's not new to the game. He's not some rookie that's that's never had the time in. He's been around the block enough times that he knew the right way to do it for the long term. Do I like it? Not really. Can I fault him? No way. No, I mean, here's the thing. Sanchez has been around for a long time for a reason. Well, the uh, other uh, thing uh, is, uh, what, what the hell was he thinking with that knee? And what's more is... I, I can't even answer that. because he When we were re-watching this, because I now had you, you know, there, so I was like, okay, because we were going over this. I said, am I missing something, or is he just stupid? He was told to stay at that one corner. And he kept walking away from that corner, walking away from the corner, walking closer. When he took the knees, I thought he was talking to his coaches or something. Because it's like, what are you doing? You, if the official tells you stay there and you ignore him, he's going to get pissed off. Well, and, and here's the thing, and I actually texted 
James, because I didn't know what you were doing on Saturday night, so I texted James because I knew James was watching at his, his house. And I text him and I go, you know the difference between Fiera and Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker actually wins. Um, because they both do the same act. And Johnny Walker was actually a stripper at one point, a male stripper. I, I, I don't know about Fiera, and I really don't care. Um, you said Johnny Walker. I was thinking of the booze. So I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the fighter. And, and again, I mean, Johnny Walker's a good, solid fighter. Fiera, if he was, if he was to actually be more disciplined, but he's not. If you watch how he he's fights, a clown. yeah, he is. He is. And it's and, not that he's not talented. No, he's he could not be. that he's not that, that he's not physically adept to the fighting to, to fighting in the octagon. He is a good physical specimen. He has the talent of the fighting. He just wants to showboat too much. I agree. Now, they're not show friends and show business, but he's not taking care of business. Well, they don't get paid by the minute. Um, you know, here's the other part of it, and this came up uh, earlier in the week. Ariel Juani had Diego Sanchez and his guru slash mentor slash trainer slash. Go ahead, and say how you, go ahead and say how you really feel. Uh, Josh. No, 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 no. All those words minus brainwasher. Diego Sanchez is used to describe this guy. So I'm not I'm not throwing words out there. The only word I threw out there was brainwasher. Okay. They were on Arahuani's show. Yeah, brainwasher. <laughs> Jim caught that when you did not. I probably didn't even hear you. That's okay. But yeah, it's better off. Here's 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 the thing about this guy is they had the the, the point was to have you know Sanchez on there because Sanchez did take a, a, a lot of heat from fans saying that he he gave up when he shouldn't have. Now again, as far as I'm concerned, if you've never been in that octagon to take a knee to the head, shut the fuck up. Uh, I, mean, um, I did mention on that that his eye did look like it was starting to swell at the end, which that may have been that could have been very well impeded his vision. Look, I, I, you had we've been in fights when we were younger, yeah. you know, not professional fights, just. We're about you know, we're fighting for our lives type fights. We've I know I've taken a knee to the head. I'm oh. really sure you've done it too. Oh yeah. Especially when you played hockey, so yeah. you've taken those shots. I don't care who you are, I don't care how big, how strong, how tough you are. A well you know, a good physical specimen drives a knee into your noggin. You hurt. No, I agree. You hurt bad. I no, I, I agree, but that's that's <laughs> not actually the point that I was trying to make though. They were on Hawani's show, and Ariel was giving them a platform to, giving Diego Sanchez in particular, a platform to say why he he took the disqualification and why they took the route that they did. And it was honestly one of the most awkward interviews I have. Now, I listen to MMA podcasts like daily like for hours on end i probably listen to probably a good five hours of mma podcasts every day um and that's not a stretch i mean that's 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 legit and this was probably the most awkward interview i have ever listened to because he sanchez spoke for about five minutes ten minutes at tops and then right away that that josh guy 
jumped in and he was ripping in Arohuani saying how you know Arohuani wasn't giving Diego Sanchez a fair shake and how the media has treated them like garbage and how nobody shows this and, and then it suddenly turned where it wasn't so much about Diego Sanchez but it was about this Josh guy and how nobody ever respects him nobody ever gives him the credit he deserves how he turned diego sanchez's life around how he's worked with the military just look up his record he's done this he's done that and it all became about him and about people trashing him as opposed to diego sanchez and at one point errol Juani's like i never said a bad thing about diego so I don't get where this is coming from. And then you'd have this guy, Josh, apologize, and then he would go back on a tirade against Ariel Hawani and the rest of the media, but he was focusing on Hawani. And Ariel, now Ariel's no stranger to getting heat. I mean, at one point, Dana White banned him, I think, uh, from, from UFC events for a short while until the rest of the media was like, look, you, you can't do that. This guy's been covering MMA for years. Errol Hawani, you could you say... I haven't gotten banned yet. By the way, I want to get the whole time. Joshua Fabia is his name, by the way. All right, yeah, I mean, regardless. I guess he's got a wrestling background or whatever. Honestly, I, it doesn't matter. Errol Hawani at one point goes, okay, look, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to give you some advice he goes if you are using a legend like diego sanchez because diego sanchez is for the most part considered a legend just because he stuck around for so long if you're using a legend like diego sanchez just so you could jump up on your soapbox and put yourself over stop don't embarrass yourself like that don't embarrass him like that well as the interview went on diego sanchez started sticking up for this joshua guy and the first thing that went through my mind was that Sanchez is brainwashed. Now, I don't know who this guy is, but I'll tell you, if there's anything that's going to stop Diego Sanchez's career in its tracks, it's going to be this joker. It's going to be this guy. Look, it's one thing to be pissed off at the media, but with anything, and we all know this because we've dealt with the media on other aspects, not, you know, not even so much MMA, but like the wrestling aspect and, and, and music and everything else. You want the media on your side. Well, it sure as sin helps. And this guy pretty much just slammed the media. Um, so, again, if you have a chance, check out Ariel Hawani show. I think it was the... Uh, they actually did a separate hour-long thing that came out. I believe it was Wednesday. They recorded I believe it was on Monday. Um, if you get a chance, you can find it where, local pod, you know, where any of your podcasts can be found. Check it out um, if you can sit through the whole hour-long interview uh, without sitting there wanting to throw your phone. Um, I mean, this guy is, like, annoying as hell. Did you break your phone again, Mark? Actually, yeah, I got a crack in it, but it's not from that. I think it was from watching Riley Reed. Um, that's what that's there for. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that happened to me, too. But at any rate... Uh, but I mean that that, and then of course you had. Uh, we'll, we'll go into the main event, then we'll take a break, right? And then we'll probably come back and talk about some other stuff. We, but we're breaking. Well, no, we, yeah, hell, we, we didn't. We, we, we didn't even break last week. We went through. We just did, we did our own commercial. Well, we'll we do our own commercial. Take a break. We'll our do our own commercial. commercial. I mean, we uh, was it Blankovich? Uh, was it Blankovich and Brunson? No, wait. Who Blankovich face? Do you guys remember? We just watched it. I know. This shows you how bad my memory is. I guys, I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. That's okay. No problem. I'm on these cool, awesome things called gummies. 
And Anderson. Yeah, okay, it was Anderson, not Bronson. Um, short fight. Vakovich yeah. definitely, definitely asserted his dominance. Yeah, it um, was it was a, a very good punch to the jaw. Caught him right, solid. Put him down. Yeah, it's just one of those hits that's just you know, the stars align, the lights shone down, and this guy went out cold. You want to talk about? You want to talk about John Jones? Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I overheard, I overheard you. Say. I overheard you say that you felt that Bakowitz's win was overshadowed by John Jones, who was in the crowd uh, that night. You, you and I were discussing this, and I looked at that, and I, I definitely became upset with it. If the roles are reversed, and uh, Blockowitz does that grandstanding in the crowd when John Jones had won, Jones would be pissed off and want somebody's teeth. And he'd have every right to be pissed off. This is this guy's night. Why the hell are you grandstanding? Okay. Yes. But I pointed out that John Jones typically does not he, he typically does not go to fights. He does not I mean it's rare for him to actually go to a fight. Now, to be fair, it was in New Albuquerque. He lives there. You know, he lives in New Mexico, so Yeah, so it's nothing that it, not it makes no sense. Stretch, yeah. But this would make sense though for him to do that. You kind of feed into Blankovich versus Jones because they they do want a Jones Reyes rematch because Jones doesn't. No, Jones doesn't, but everybody else does. Jones knows damn well no. that he he that that yeah. however you want to call it that was bought and paid for type thing. Jones, I don't care what the scorecard said, and I really don't care what other people want to say. If I'm scoring that fight. Reyes is a new champ. No, we already discussed that last week. I don't want to rehash it because we, we all agreed on that. And and again, I mean... I, let, and let's face it. Love or hate, Dana White agreed too. And, and if Jones is already committed to a fight with somebody else, that means Reyes has to wait. Okay, well, yeah, but that might be what the UFC wants. They don't typically like doing back-to-back rematches unless they absolutely have to. And they don't like doing them close together. They like spacing them out and giving them a good year so they so so they have more to kind of talk about leading up to the fight. This would make sense. You put Jones against uh, against Blakovich. You put Reyes against, you know, whoever. You know, you feed somebody to Reyes. You know, I, I mean, again, I, I don't... And then I, I, I say feed. But then... And then we're going to put it in that sweep at the end of the year. We're going to put Jones-Reyes too? Or are you going to start the new year with it? No, if I was them, end the year with it. End the year with it. This was, this, uh, was it, uh, 2019? Yeah, 19. 2019 was one of the first years that that the last card of the year was, I don't want to say it was lackluster, but it was not like a blowout stupendous, oh man, this is effing awesome card. Yeah, I mean, if you can wait that long and go to the end of the year, wouldn't that be something to have have, have Connor and Khabib and have John Jones and Reyes at the end of the year? Yeah. That would sell, that, that would sell out everything. That would probably be their biggest draw. It, it would. And and again, it, it's... It, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. There's only one problem with that. There's no pay-per-view money for something like that. 
Well, again, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> let's. We were here. Let's not beat that dead horse. You're right, but uh, so, let's so, not beat that dead horse. Yeah. Uh, that I mean. That being said, though, if they each have another fight in between the rematch, then you have something to go on. Mm-hmm. And at that point, with 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 McGregor, you put you know we'll we'll go with that too. Yeah. You put McGregor against somebody. It doesn't matter who. Now I know who I want to see him face. It's not going to happen. Um, I really want to see him face, you know, Masvidal, or I would be okay with seeing McGregor face Covington and shutting that piece of shit's mouth shut permanently. Oh. Um, yeah, so much for your getting press credentials. Why? No, here, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. We've stop, done stop, so much stop, worse. Stop, stop, stop. Wait, wait. Give me just a moment. To enjoy the sight in my mind of Covington with his mouth sewn shut because his jaw's been wired shut. Give me just a moment. Well, supposedly he didn't okay. break his jaw last fight if you listen to him, even though everybody else says he did, including his fucking camp. Like, like I said, just give me a moment to enjoy the visual that I'm coming up. Why are you listening? Because I'm fucking swearing? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not enjoying his moment. Oh. It's music to enjoy the moment. Yes. Yeah. Again. The, the, oh, hold on, hold on. So it's like this. Oh. <laughs> Covington, Covington's nothing but a snake. He sat there. I think. I think it was Mark Goddard that was the ref. He sat there. He shook Mark Goddard's hand before and even after the fight, and thanked him for being the ref. I have a question. Before for you. the fight, he was sitting there. And he's like, "I'm happy you're the official for my fight." Right. And then afterwards, he's sitting there and he's slamming him, saying he stopped the fight too early. He's right. trashing him. Like, Covington right. is nothing but a fake. He's I have a, a question piece for you. Shit. I have a question for you. What is your profession? What was your profession? Oh, uh, which one? I the, mean, I want to know the one that used to do at night uh, on the road. That one. You used, I to, be, I, I, used I, I, to be a professional wrestler. Oh, yeah, and no, his, no, no, he, no. And that's the problem. Doing... He was bringing all his professional wrestling antics into the UFC. Well, you're that's defending him? No, I'm just. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. But that's what you're seeing. You're getting something that he has learned, and he's using it to his advantage. Uh, so whether right. it's wrong or right, okay. he's doing it. Okay. And it's getting him noticed. But then, but then think about this. That you're right. I agree with you. He is. He's talking up a good game, even though he's a fucking little bitch. But then... <laughs> Are we at 12 or, or, or 11? We don't count on the show anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. I don't really. Look, seriously. No, and I'm Yazi. Look, if you have little kids that listen to this show that get offended by what the fuck I say, please email us, message us. Let us know that you have someone under the age of 15 that has never uttered a swear word because he's a choir boy or an altar boy that's never been touched. And I swear to God, I promise I will never utter another swear word. On the other hand, if it's mostly adults... Grow a set and get used to it because that's how they fucking talk in the real goddamn world. Oh, oh, oh! All right. You know, I, I, I wait. You know, we we really do need to stop for just a moment, Mark. We totally some, missed what I was getting at. Now, Mark. Mark needs some CBD. Yes, MD. he does. He's yeah. in serious need of that yeah. CBD. Where, where is that CBD MD? Okay, I'll tell you right now. I now I love CBD MD. I use it every single day. It does work wonders. It, it, it works wonders but on I his will. body, but does not control his mouth. No. Nothing controls his mouth. <laughs> no, no. I'm waiting. I'm, I, okay. God, man. Well, okay. Since we're kind of in the middle of that with the sponsor thing, um, I will tell you, look, I, I'm waiting for the THC gummy to kick in because, you know, then maybe I'll calm down a little bit. But tell them, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> 
But hey, with that said, hey, your favorite flopsy, Holly Holm. Yeah, actually passed fifty drug tests now. Yeah, no, she's done a great job. I figure I throw that in since we're talking about. By the way, she trains at the same gym as John Jones. So yeah, I know. That. Yeah, there you go. I, that should just be shocking to everybody. Yeah, really. No, I, no, I, I shouldn't say that. It, 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 she trains at Jackson Wink. Jackson she's, Wink actually wins a good. She, she a Christian girl we, anyway. They had a, a special before the last time those two were on the same card. How they were? Yeah, they trained a little bit together. To, a little they do. Bit to, so I, if you missed that, yeah, you're surprised. If you saw that, no. why are you surprised? No, they, they, they do. And and look, to be fair to John Jones, I, I think John Jones actually now finally, because his mom passed away within the past year, I believe, I believe it is. Oh. And I do think that he actually now is on the straight and narrow. And I hope I'm not wrong, and I ha- I, I really hope but, I don't have now to. That, that makes a little bit more sense that maybe why he hasn't performed at his best in the last in the last few fights. Very possibly because he really hasn't looked all that great yeah. in the past few fights. Yeah. But let's get back to what I was talking about about McGregor. You got Covington sits there and he talks up a good game, right? Okay, fine. He wants to be a big, you know, big billy badass, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you got you got McGregor. Now, honestly, couldn't tell much from the last fight that McGregor had. He had all 40 seconds of it against Cerrone. But again, was Cerrone, and only took him 40 seconds. I think all of us thought it was going to go longer than that, regardless of who we thought was going to win. Okay? You put it him... was a fluke! Okay, regardless, you're missing what I'm getting at. Obviously. I, 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 what I'm getting at is that McGregor can talk up just as good of a game, if not better, than Covington. But he kind of backs it up. The lead-up, and yeah, and well, that's what I was getting be. at, is, is... Don't get me wrong, okay? Covington... Covington, oh man, I almost want to shoot myself for saying. Swallow your pride. Go ahead and say it. Covington can can fight, but his 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 strengths are keeping someone up against the cage. But if you got somebody, and McGregor's good at doing this. If you got somebody that can keep you at distance, if if McGregor can keep Covington at distance, I don't see I don't see Covington being able. To take advantage of that, and 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 I do see McGregor beating Covington, oh. because again, and 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 this is, and, and I've said this before, John Jones does this very very well, and I wish, and, and and McGregor started doing it, and he was doing it really well too for a while. I don't know if he still is. I have to assume he is. But the the but the front teep kick right to the solar plexus. You keep on catching someone there; those muscles tighten up, and you can't breathe. Once you can't breathe, once it gets to the third round or more, you're screwed. And Jones, Jones used to be really good at that. Again, the past few fights, he hasn't really looked all that good. McGregor used to be really good at that. I wish more fighters would actually do that. But again, I would like to see Covington versus McGregor, McGregor because I would like to see the build up to it. I'd like to see. I really would like to see a world, world, worlds, war, war of words. Which I'm messing up myself. Say that five times fast. Exactly. I can't say it. War of words. Oh, so you want me to say it slow? <laughs> war of words. Go ahead. No, no. We don't have. We don't want no war of words. The clean of the ladies back. All right. But seriously. Uh, I'd like to see it just because I want to see the boat that the lead up to the fight, and I think I think that would make for a good card. I think the UFC made a mistake. The very last fight of, of 2019 took place in, in uh, I think, it was South Korea. As a matter of fact, that's the one that Frankie Edgar took on short notice because Ortega got hurt, and uh, against Korean Zombie. 
that I think was this, this was right after the pay per view. Yeah, like it, a, it, like it, a week it, after it, the even the pay per view though wasn't wasn't right. anything super spectacular. Right. So you know, again, I'd like to see them finish out the, the year that way. We'll see if it happens, but but that's the reason why you're going to see them stick that in there. So mm-hmm. you know, as far as the fights in between, you know, Reyes and Jones, I do think you're going to see them fight again though. Unless Jones decides to put on a whole bunch of weight, move up to heavyweight, which he may, uh, you know, and then Reyes he, he, gonna, he Jones has stated he wants that one last match with Cormier. I don't think he's going to get it though. I, I, I honestly, I think, I think Cormier is over it. I, I think at this point, I don't. I think if Cormier doesn't get his rematch with with, with Stipe, he's mm-hmm. done. And I think inside his head, I think he's got a timeline where, look, if by this date this doesn't happen, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has nothing to regret on that. Well, oh, he's had no. a hell of a career, and it's <laughs> he's got nothing to prove. No, no, not at all. I, not at all. I mean, the the, the guy has had. I, I I honestly still think that, in my opinion, I think Cormier's underrated by a lot of people. Um, be, and, and I he's, remember, granted, he's getting a little sloppy as he gets older. Well, but again, he knows his career's almost over. Yeah, he doesn't I, have anything more to prove. Yeah, I just said that. So you and I are on the same page. Um, well, this last UFC thing is in the books. It's done. It's over. We're speculating on how they're going to do the end of the year, but we've got other <coughs> promotions that are in the limelight. <coughs> Not yet. No, I know what you're getting at. Not yet. Well, no. that's actually, that's kind of what I was moving to. Oh. It's, it's one FC. Um, they made some significant changes because of the uh, <coughs> that uh, that coronavirus thing. That James has now. Somebody give me a beer. I, I, well, that's the, I'm not worried about the coronavirus. I stopped drinking that damn beer. Jokes aside, though, 1FC has made some significant changes because of this. Like, literally, the fans are not even going to be there. Yeah, their their event on the 28th, uh, which is next week, I believe it is. Um, Let's point it out real quick. Let's get it out of the way real quick. I want to talk about the actual 1FC card. Is This is not just 1FC. This is not just MMA. This is actually pro wrestling events no, it's, over there. It's, it's everything. It, it's yeah. everything. It's not just sports. It's, it's, it's sports, entertainment. They're, if they don't close it off to fans, they're, they're, they're making all the precautions. They're putting masks out there. They're putting um, hand sanitizers and soaps and stuff that you can yeah, use out there. Yeah, they're even separating planes with, with, with plastic and duct tape to try and keep the, uh, the quarantine okay, area. Okay, if I say that, we are going to get in trouble. <laughs> if I get into that, we will get in trouble. <laughs> Because while we might not press credentials aside, that would get me in trouble with the government if I ended up going and spewing off about that. Well, I, it actually, for whatever, I disagree with how that went down. Uh, but that was their choice, not mine. Yeah. But yeah. needless to say, I mean, it, 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 let's put it from point pie. Over 2,000 dead now from this. Yeah. Um, and, and the majority of it is right in China. God, why did you have to say that? What? All right. That's yeah. been reported. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yes. For those that were around when SARS was a problem, um, and I was actually located in Buffalo, New York at the time, and we used to go up to Toronto constantly. And Toronto was hit and hit hard by the SARS epidemic. Mm-hmm. And 
So I remember what that was like watching people walk around downtown Toronto with masks on and everything else like that. Um, when you list, you know, when you mentioned about the 2000 dead and you mentioned, you know, uh, with mainland China and everything else like that, what a lot of people need to take into consideration is, is a lot of those that have died. First off, it's highly suspected that China is not properly reporting the numbers, and that wouldn't surprise me. But the other thing you got to take into consideration is a lot of the people that have died from this are located in areas of China that are not easily accessible. In other words, it's not easy for them to get to a, to a, to a good medical hospital to get treatment. So, so in that case, some of the less developed provinces is where these yeah. deaths are occurring. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. But that being said, all it takes is one or two of them to walk through a very popular city, and then it spreads, and it spreads very easily, and it's mutated a number of times already. Uh, you know, again, I've I've told James. I mean, I hate, or I've told I've told Vince. I hate to word it this way, but it really is. As close as you're gonna, as close as we're, we've come so far to the perfect virus. Why am I all of a sudden getting flashes of that movie Twelve Monkeys? I don't know about that, but I mean, maybe Contagion or something like that. But regardless, I want to talk about some of the changes. We'll talk about some of the not. I'll talk about one of the non-sport changes that I, you know, I, I know a number of people that listen to podcasts are gamers. I'll tell you right now, the PlayStation Five, they've already upped it by a hundred dollars because the parts that they were going to obtain are made in China and those factories have been shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new iPhones that are due out in the fall, they're already projecting the price is going to jump up by one to $200 because of new parts to those. And, and I say iPhone because of course that's what I'm paying attention to because that's what I use. But I know you guys, I think you use a Samsung, don't you? I, I use an LG. Okay. Well, same thing. No, the idea is they all come from parts from China. Yeah, a lot of the parts in, in, in many of these phones are made in China. And well, I'm that's, not going to be popping the bubble wrap on any of these right lately. <laughs> well, it's not so much it's not so much about the disease. It's it's more about the the, the price for parts going up. Mm-hmm. So it's affecting that. It's also so it's affecting trade. Okay, it's it is definitely affecting sports. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier when we talked off air about the wrestling thing about New Japan. Mm-hmm. It's affecting that. It's right. definitely affecting MMA. Right. I mean, we'll get into one FC in a, in a moment, but I, I know UFC. A number of their fighters train in Thailand, and Thailand right now is the second most affected country uh, from the coronavirus. And UFC pretty much said, "Look." We're giving you one chance to get out. You got 24 hours. We're going to send a plane. We're chartering a plane. We're going to get you out. And that's uh, um, Wang Lee. They, they, uh, she's supposed to be fighting uh, Joanna in Boston. Uh, I believe it's March 7th, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually they, they, they flew her to Saudi Arabia to train. Uh, because they've got a good relationship with a number of gyms there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're not taking any chances. And 1FC had a huge event. Uh, and I believe it was Singapore on the 28th. Now, they could have canceled the event, uh, but what they did is they actually said that they're going to offer full refunds to anyone that bought tickets, and they're, it's close to the public. The only people that are going to be in there for the event are people that work for 1FC, the fighters, their camps, people like that. Camera people who are going to be able to record so you can watch it at home. Yeah, and it is, yeah, it is, If again, uh, I, I encourage people, if you've got, like, a streaming device, uh, Bleacher Report Live, 
is where you can watch 1FC. Um, they do show it, I believe, on the Paramount Network as well on occasion. But you can watch the whole event if you want on uh, on, on Bleacher Report Live usually. And uh, what what's going to happen is 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 you're going to see it's going to be really interesting. You brought up a really good point. These fighters do feed off of the emotions and the feelings of the fans. How is this going to affect them when it's silent? You know, um, I'm really interested to watch it. I think this is a real interesting way to go. Um, you have to look at it. I mean, really, would it would it have been better for them to cancel financially or not? I mean, let's talk about that. How the, the, the sounds in the arena are going to be, where it's going to be quieter. You know, the coaches are always yelling in instructions that may not be heard all too well. You do that now, you're going to be heard perfectly because there's no sound in the air, and that could change well, a game plan they for. They always pump in faux crowd noise. They could do that, or they could pump music in. I mean, that's a possibility too. I mean, during a fight, look, during a fight, I'll tell you right now that and being close to the octagon as we were when they were here, what was it in October? I think it was. You yeah, can so. you can hear the coaches during a round when they're yelling at their fighters, and that's why there's some coaching teams that actually have developed much like football, mm-hmm. that develop keywords for certain you know moves or or yep. transitions that they want to use. Yep. Just uh, don't learn them from the Houston Astros. Yeah, well, you know, I don't I don't really pay all that much attention to football. I, that's baseball, but it's okay. See, that shows. See, yeah, yeah. If it's hockey, I usually know, but sure of that. Yeah. Well, in case anybody's wondering, Houston Astros got dinged for stealing signs. How do you how do you get dinged for stealing? Would they go out and steal a stop sign? <laughs> no, no, no. They stole the signs that from other teams, so they knew what they were doing. What they? It's crazy. Up? I'm telling you, I don't know what they did, but nevertheless, go ahead. All right. Well, all right, regardless of that, I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I I'm. From a financial aspect, I'm actually kind of surprised they did this. I would have thought it would have saved them money to actually cancel the event mm-hmm. because it's not like they're it's not like it's pay per view, right? You know, um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's there's marketing rights. There, there, like there may be. Well, we we watch it here in the United States on 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 a streaming device. Over there, might be a pay per view business. It may be. I don't know. Yeah, so. you, you're right. It may be. So it'll be interesting to see. But I mean, yeah, this is something that's 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 now affecting sports. It's 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 affecting a lot of different things. Government. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crappy over there. Yeah, and and again, we'll 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 see how that goes. So, um, I know there was one more thing I want to talk about. Now I can't remember what. Your mind's going. Oh, there is there is a UFC event this weekend. There is. Yeah, there is. That's great. I, just, I can't remember. Uh, uh, oh man. Let's see what we got going on. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching it. Uh, I get porn stars that message me. This is great. <laughs> oh, quit bragging, you bum. <laughs> this is awesome. Hi, Riley. Uh, yeah, that's exactly who it is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, this confused me. Sorry. Are you okay? Oh, no, no. It wasn't a picture, so I'm fine. Okay. It was a picture you'd share, right? What, the one, the UFC in Auckland? Oh, Felder vs. Hooker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just haven't made my picks yet, that's why. Auckland, New Zealand? Um, oh, you got Felder vs. Dan Hooker, uh, which I think is going to be an awesome fight. Stop calling people hookers. Both these guys are great fighters. I know. I'm not saying we got to make a pick, but do you guys agree it's going to be a good fight? A good fight. 
Should be. Boy, that's enthusiastic. Well, I'm actually um, looking at some of the other fights on the card when you're asking that, and I'm just like, well, it should be a good fight on that one, but... Um, yeah, Kovakiewicz, uh, Carolina Kovakiewicz versus Zingyan Yan. Um, again, that should be a decent fight. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in shock. Pretty good. I actually thought that sounded pretty good for our last name. Yeah, and the thing is, he got it right. Uh, this is Mark that just got it right. Good job. Sorry. I okay, how about... Uh, we're all cussing here. Yeah, I'm fucking impressed. Yeah, well... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> here comes the challenge. Jim Crute is facing Michael... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that does not... Spell it for you, dude. I'm not even. Look, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna try that. But, but I mean, yeah. you, got, you got you got Jake Matthews versus Emil Meek. Um, I think it's Alexei Jokic. Is it facing Jim Recruit? I want to. I gotta. I might be wrong on this. I thought Kai Kara France was released, but he's listed on this card against Tyson Nam, so maybe yep. not. Yeah. Uh, because they did. Um, oh, Shana Dobson's fighting too. She's fighting on the prelims. There was a. Uh, they they just released sixteen people from MM uh, from UFC, um, uh, but none of them were were anything. Surprising, really, uh, as I'm trying to do this because I know what I'm looking for and I can't really explain Ooh. to James all over. I'm gonna be happy about next week, uh, the next one on the 29th. Get um, to see my girl, uh, Felicia Spencer back in action. Oh, that's right, yeah, you're you're god, wait a minute, huh? Oh. All right, keep on talking because I'm looking for something. He's looking for something. He's looking for something. I know. I should. We need. We need. He's looking for something. We need an assistant to help with this. Actually, but you have an assistant. You can't keep an assistant. You, 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 you can't keep your you know your self control. You have a, You you've been talking to somebody who could be a very good assistant. She might be a little. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can we? Can we? Can we stop with with, no, with but, that? Well, oh, come on, man. Okay, there was actually 16 fighters released, but I can't find the full list of 16. But I will. One of the ones that was cut, which which I understand because he hasn't looked all that great and he's been around for a while, was Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders was released. Um, uh, former Ultimate Fighter winner Brad Katona. Again, not really all that surprised. Um, trying to look. Uh, who else? I mean, I mean, there was a number of names that. A lot of people haven't seen in a while were released. Daniel Spitz, Darko Stolcic, uh, Hector uh, Aldana, uh, Luke Jamal, uh, Ben Saunders, uh, Salim Tuhari, uh, Martin Bravo, Brandon Davis, Polo Reyes, Carlos Houchen, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, I, uh, Brad Katona, uh, Grigory Popov, Junior Albini, Lucy. Padilova. Uh, who was, oh, wait a minute. Who was that guy that fought at the pay per view and he got knocked out real quick? Main card, heavyweight. He was on the contender series. Uh, he fought Tava. I 
as I'm drawing a blank, Mark's looking at me like, "Come on, man, you're supposed to know this stuff." <laughs> yeah, I know James is probably looking it up right now. It was on uh, UFC 247, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the main card. He faced top. Well, I think it was Juan Adams. Yeah, he was released too. Now he now now with him being released though, he's young enough where he actually might be able to make it back to the UFC. The rest of those, eh, maybe, maybe not. Juan Adams, though, is if if he really because that was, the one impression I got of Juan Adams is he didn't take this as serious as he should have, uh, and and I I honestly think I, I feel in my heart that that's why he probably got releases because I think Dana White probably seen the same thing. He just didn't seem like he was taking it as serious as he should have. That's and he's a young kid; he still has time to actually develop and and. You know, something just popped into my head, and we didn't discuss it earlier. Um, the last UFC was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, right? Yes. Okay. They were talking about the elevation there. Now, I haven't had a chance to look it up because it was one of those, I didn't catch what they were saying until later on. It didn't really connect. They showed a graphic, too, and I can't remember, but what, what is the elevation in 5,200 feet at plus. Oh, it's another mile high situation. It's, it's actually it's actually higher elevation than Denver. Is it really? Yes. See that and that that definitely makes uh, that 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 actually makes a difference because again, you know, Colorado. Everybody thinks of Colorado because of the mountains. Mile high, yeah. Like it, the thing is, mile high stadium. I mean, but but with Albuquerque now again though. You have to wonder, and and I don't know, but how many of those fighters got there at least a week ahead of time to get acclimated? Um, what what, uh, what was his name? The uh, one of the early fights on the main card. Oh, jeez. They said about how he was there for uh, several weeks, getting acclimated to it. Yeah, well, it, here's the other thing, and I and I don't know because again, when 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 I went, you know, through through training, working out, when when I when I did wrestle, when I did play hockey and stuff, we never really. Again, you know, it was very old school. You know, there, 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 kid, get on the bike, start. You know, even if you were injured for a hockey game, get on the bike, start pedaling. Um, we never had like the things that a lot of these fighters use. If you watch a lot of the fighters now, they actually train like they're training for for altitude. They have that mask that, from my understanding, I guess sl- like slows the flow of air that they intake. Yeah, was, I don't know exactly how it works. It was Yancy Medeiros that it got there early to make sure that he he was acclimated. And because he made the analogy of surfing, he said the way the air is, the altitude, it's like you're drowning. Oh, that makes sense. I you mean, know, he said he likened the surfing. You've been in some of those big waves and you're stuck. It's like you're drowning, and that's probably a good understanding of it. People, I, I know we overlook it so many times. And then we look back on, oh wait a minute, that's right. That that was that's a high altitude. That has an effect. I wonder if that's going to you know mess them up. Or how long have they been there to try and get acclimated to it? That altitude, I didn't realize it was that high, though. It's yeah, yeah. you got you know, there's so many different situations. You have altitude. I mean, you go you go out to the Middle East, you got heat. Yeah. So I mean, you, if you're a fighter, you got to get acclimated to whatever your surroundings are. It literally could be the lowest level of land that you're in, and, and 
What are you gonna do? You know. Well, you come to you come to Florida. It's it's the humidity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even if you're indoors, the humidity still is yeah. is a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. Um, and, and again though, um, with with the Albert with the with the with the Albuquerque card, they did end up. Actually, I say Albuquerque, but I think it was like Rio Grande or something like that. Regards, New Mexico. Um, they did put a number of of local fighters on that card as well. Um, yeah, and and which they always do. I mean, again, for especially for the fight nights, they do. They look for a lot of of, of top notch local fighters. Well, let's face Re- Rio Rancho. Real okay. I knew it was something like that. Not Rio Grande. I'm thinking of like. Durant hey, I'm amazed you didn't say Rio Bravo. Well, I was thinking of Duran Duran. You know, her name is Rio. All right, guys, we got about less than five minutes here. I, 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 you know what? I think people should just enjoy the fights this weekend. Do what you do. Drink a beer. Not Corona. Yeah, well, I'll still drink Corona. I don't care. It comes from Mexico, not China. And actually, it's bottled in Texas. Unless you go to Mexico, which I would love to go back to Mexico. One place. I won't come back. Yeah, you won't come back. Yeah, no, I go go back to Mexico. I'm not coming back. If I know I'm going to Mexico, that's when you got to worry because that's when I'm going to start trashing like the CDC or the State Department or whatever that makes those decisions about putting everybody on a plane when 14 of them are sick with the coronavirus and just separating them by saran wrap. Well, okay, it was a little bit thicker than saran wrap, but not fucking whatever. Well, I guess he got that out. I'm just telling you, they're just rumors. It's hearsay. Rumors and hearsay. Jim, um... When they take him away, uh, you and I are going to have to do this podcast by ourselves. Um, so we're, we're going to have to sit down and watch these things and do a little back and forth so we know what the other guy's thinking. You're going to have to do some interference because I'm going to Mexico before they take me away. I'm telling you, I, I, I look, I, I told Ferrari, I guarantee you this is going to happen in my life at some point. I'm going to be banned from the USA. Uh, we're going to be living in Mexico, and they won't let me back into the country. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. I didn't think it would happen this soon, but I guess we'll see if I'm on the air next week. If not, it's just you guys. Although... So much for my salvation. There is Skype. I can still join you via Skype. Come on. He's got a point. Yeah, I got a point. Look, how many times has Julia Assange been able to approach everybody? And he's on Skype. And he almost got pardoned this week. Almost. Yeah, well, you know. Close. Close. He just wasn't ready. Yeah. Let's not get into this. Okay, guys, thanks everybody for listening. We uh, thanks everybody for putting up with us, especially this maniac across. We love you all. Yes, we do love you all. And if you do have a problem with my language, I do fucking apologize. Feel free to message us. Let me know that you don't want me to swear anymore, and I what? will look at oh, it. Fuck that. Swear. I well, it depends yeah. if they're hot. You know, they're pretty in their. I hot. got twenty bucks that says Mark can't go a show without swearing. No, this fuck. might be good next week. I can't fuck. I, I, no. I, I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Let's test it next week. No swear words from the Suicide Messiah. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Suicide Aside, Mark Mandrake, Don Vincenzo, I'm James Pritzky. Have a wonderful night. See you all next Let's week. Let's go beat people up.